Hey, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Of course you have. That's a dumb question. Everybody's starting their own podcast, man. It's a trend. You have an unnecessary amount of knowledge about Hot Wheel cars. Well, I'm not here to tell you that it's stupid. I'm just here to tell you where to start. Because when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions myself. Like, how do I record an episode? Like, how do I get a show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places like everybody else? Like, how do I, how do I, how do I make money doing podcasts too? The answer to every one of those questions is very simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. It's ridiculously easy to use, and now Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, just like I'm doing right now. You can be free with it and do it your own way. You want to be funny, or you just want to be straight, straightforward. You can do it too and get paid for it. So, basically what I'm trying to say is, uh, if you always want to start your own podcast and make some money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to listen to your podcast or listen to mine. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Humans Podcast. I'm your host, George Collins. This is episode 36 or something like that. Make sure, um, make sure, let me check Spotify. Why are you checking Spotify? Because the Humans Podcast is on, <laughs> it's on Spotify now, baby. Ooh, starting, ep- uh, it was starting from uh, episode 23 because I had to restart that one time. But uh, eventually, I have all of them on there again. Maybe eventually. But right now, right now, you're hot and live and fresh. Check the description, or if you already got uh, Spotify up, uh, you might be already listening to this <laughs> this show on Spotify. Uh, but hey, if you're on on there and you see the podcast, maybe share it, give it a little follow. Uh, if on iTunes, give me give me a good give me a rating. I want I want to tell you to say for, give me five, give me like four, five. Give me something. Tell tell me how your day going in, in the description of why you give it this rating. I don't care. Just do just do do something. You feel me? Um, at this this podcast starting to slowly get uh get its feet and it's gonna start running soon. You feel me? Especially now that uh, Chris Hardwick <laughs> hasn't updated his podcast in over a week, week and a half. So uh, I'm in the runnings again. We it's an open spot for the top top uh, podcast. I'm uh, I'm gonna take that one conversation with myself at a time. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, hey, I'm sorry about this last month or so. This last month, month and a half. No, no, no. It's been a month since like june 1st um um i haven't really i've I've been doing a lot more uh guest episodes i'm I'm not doing a bunch by myself and it was kind of a reason for that uh got into what i didn't get into a car accident my roommate got into an accident in my car right so i've been having to deal with the whole insurance people i still haven't gotten it done i've been having to deal with that shit for last 20 24 25 goddamn days now right and they they keep saying shit like oh oh we're just investigating this shit and no the motherfuckers just don't believe me and they don't want to pay up for the fucking car which i understand because i don't either all right because that's why i'm trying to get them to fucking do the shit but um 
God damn, I, I mean, I've been dealing with that shit off and on. Keep having to call them. I'm like, damn, could y'all give me a bike or something? Could y'all give me some fucking rollies? Some fucking, what, what are they called? Heelys? Like, yeah, damn, can you, can you help me out? I need I need transportation to fucking work. And these, these motherfuckers playing around and shit. They want to look at every detail and shit. want to see what was your tone when you were saying the shit that you were saying during the testimony. All this dumb shit, man. It's... Get on my goddamn nerves. Got my nerves bad. Uh, my legs been has is as strong as ever because I haven't fucking walked to work every goddamn day. Sweaty. I smell like shit every fucking day. <laughs> fucking. I already work in a goddamn factory in the back of the goddamn Walmart. And now I'm sweating before I get there. Uh, it's, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. I'm just tired all the way around. With this whole situation, uh, uh, tired. It's just physically tired and mentally. But you know, no, I'm trying to take it one one day at a time. And I, I ain't finna be here to try to like sh- uh, preach some type of like motivational quote, like oh, uh, count all your chickens, make sure you got it, or something. I don't know. I'm just making. I'm just saying shit, right? So. <laughs> But that's, I think I said it in the last few episodes. That's why uh, I didn't. I haven't been doing episodes by myself. Uh, I want to say the last four ish episodes because I just didn't want to because of this whole this whole thing is taking like a lot out of me. Like, uh, on, look, for some reason it costs more money to not have a car than to have one. It's ridiculous. And then even though I got a whole house, I'm spending seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a month. On uh, on just being here, I still feel homeless. It's, it's weird how that works. Like you got a house, you got food in the house, you got electricity, you got cable, you got internet, and all that stuff. But if you don't have a car, you feel homeless as hell. <laughs> Keep having to call people. Uh, I've never used so much fucking money on a taxi service in my life. Like goddamn, dude. Fucking Lyft has been been the shit though. It was, it was one week. Uh, somebody gave me five stars for being a good customer, and I got like uh, a week and a half worth of uh, half off. So like five dollars to get to work. Still, it's costing money to get go to work. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> plus this uh this narcolepsy. I think I mentioned that too. Like I was like uh, I was getting suspicions that I've that I might have narcolepsy now, but I haven't had the chance to go to the doctor because I wanted to change up my uh, health insurance to, to make sure that get covers too. Because I ain't I ain't finna go to the doctor spend four hundred fucking dollars for him and be like, oh yeah yeah you you sleepy you real sleepy boy like I I know I'm a sleepy boy like I need you to help me bro like I don't, I don't I don't need that type of shit man but this narcolepsy on top of like bills and stress and all that shit it, it should been just kicking my ass it's beating the shit out of me man i'm i'm be 26 years old next month yeah i feel like i'm 32 right <laughs> man i'm falling asleep standing up like I, I mentioned that before i've i did it before back when uh I was working at walgreens and walmart and that was understandable because i was fucking tired like i was dead tired but now I'm I'm getting a good amount of sleep. I'm I'm sleeping good. I'm sleeping in my bed. I'm sleeping. I found a good spot on how to fall asleep. Um, I got the fan on me. Everything I like is just I'm falling asleep standing up. I'm like I'm slowly becoming 
uh, plus size model of a mannequin. Like it, it, it's crazy how how this is all working out right now, man. Like, <laughs> like I can't, but it is making the bottom of my feet like super super strong because you have to constantly like your body is unconsciously like balancing itself out. And if I didn't have that balance. Man, that balance wasn't top notch. That top tier balance, my boy. Like I would have been fucking in a hospital because I would have fell on my damn face, broke my damn chin, or some shit. <laughs> Gosh. Plus, plus I, I, I'm ready for a new position. I'm ready for a new position. Around this time, I would have already changed the positions at uh, at Walmart. Um, I'm I'm tired of doing the same old tedious bullshit now. So looking at damn labels and fixing shelves i'm I'm just done with that shit man i'm I'm tired i'm i'm motherfucking tired um i might just talk about myself this episode like this i haven't done it in a while i haven't just spill out how i'm feeling right now because it's it's not much going on you want (laughs) you want to know you want to know what's going on give me a second let me let me look at it let me look at what i had pulled up um before (laughs) it's before I start recording, all right, let me read this silly nonsense to you. Um, it says mixed race family asks Blue Bell to do you know the Blue Bell ice cream? Uh, mixed race family asks Blue Bell ice cream to change the name of popular ice cream flavor. This is about five days ago. Um, Blue Bell ice cream. If it's a family. Let's just sum it up to you real quick. It's a family of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven people. Uh, well, not the whole family. It's seven kids. Then the two parents, of course. Um, uh, I'm just reading it up. Uh, could a big tub of ice cream help bring people together? No, no, it won't. Maybe for a few seconds, kind of like, kind of like the whole pizza effect. If you see like seven boxes of pizza, even a racist man would eat. With the uh, with the black dude, and like, hey, Nick, Nick, get off of my goddamn! Hey, is that is that is that little Caesars? What 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 kind is it? Pepperoni. Well, shit, you slide slide me a slice <laughs> for a second, at least for the duration of that one slice of pizza. Like it'd be no racism, but this is reality. There's no such thing as the infinite fucking pizza. Like, infinite pizza or infinite ice cream. Like, there's no such thing. So, could a big tub of ice cream help bring people together for a few seconds? But then, some of them got lactose and forgot. Then they gotta go to the toilet. Now they pissed off about that. But now this is just just how it is. But anyway, (laughs) one family from rural Louisiana, which makes it more funny, uh, thinks so. Uh, See, the problem they have is... uh, uh, besides Bluebell ice cream being dog shit expensive, um, the name of this one particular ice cream flavor is called the Great Divide. The Great Divide is half chocolate, half half uh, vanilla. And it's a picture, you know, with the cows and the, the farmers, but one side's brown, one side's uh, uh, like vanilla, yellow, whatever. Right, so it's chocolate and vanilla. You you get the point. So it's the Great Divide, and they're saying the family's saying um, it, it's a it's two white people. Uh, the mom saying, "Oh, let me see, let me just explain to you what type of family it is." Uh, the Skew Midley 
S-C-H-M-I-D-L-E-Y family, which includes six children. Did I count that wrong the first time? What the hell? No. It's a picture. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three. What the hell? <laughs> oh, the article's wrong. Unless one of these kids isn't one of theirs. It's just some random black kid or something like that that's on the, at the table. Anyway. The Scoo-Midley family, which includes six children, some biological, some foster, and a mix of races, sat down and enjoyed Bluebell ice cream recently. They wound up sparking a surprising debate about the name of the flavor. After choosing the Great Divide, which is half chocolate, half vanilla, as a reward at the end of the week of schoolwork, the Scoo-Midley's 10-year-old son, I don't know which one, the black or the white one, the foster one or the, or the biological one, commented that it sh- that it should be called the civil war flavor the 10 year old said this one of the i don't know again it don't say which one the black or the white one it say the 10 year old son com- commented that the great divide the chocolate half chocolate half uh, vanilla one should be called the civil war flavor according to a post on lovewhatmatters.com where mom tracy scumidley first shared her story from the perception of the child who was just recently studying the civil war he said the line down the the cart reminded him of the madison dixon line and the name reminded him of a time in history when our nation appeared to be uh re be really fucked up basically <laughs> it was a big it was a big work i couldn't read it but it's basically being fucked up <laughs> As a as a learning opportunity, Scumidly, who homeschools her children, so was it a different kid? Then I don't know. Suggested that the kids brainstorm a better name for the flavor that could capture the intent of blue uh, blue bell ice cream would reflect the remarkable progress of our country has made. Uh, it didn't take long before they came up with a new name, better together. Oh, oh, because they have like four black kids and like three white kids. So like uh, better together. Blah. That's that's the end of it. I don't have a problem with it. I don't really have a problem with it. But of course, I'm I'm kind of devil's advocate about the whole fucking thing. I'm like, because when I first read it, I'm like, really? Did the fucking kid see the shit? Did the kid see the I I know kids can be kind of like super curious about shit and read into shit too much, but uh, especially now that I've now I have one in the house and I kind of see how he acts about certain things and how their brain works. But um, when I first read the article, I was like, "Really, nigga? Did the did the kid see the shit, or did he say chocolate and ice cream? Oh shit! Give me a goddamn bowl!" <laughs> or did he read into the fucking uh, the name of the ice cream and? And you just happen to notice the parent, like, oh, it says that. Let's get us fucking news. <laughs> Let's call the fucking news right now. Um, this is offensive, kinda. They never really said it was offensive. They were just like, oh, it could be a better name. But it's also fucking ice cream. The Great Divide, because it's divided chocolate and ice cream. That's Jesus Christ. People. <laughs> I hope I hope they don't change it. Just I hope they make it more racist. <laughs> the blacks, the brown side, and the white side, or some shit like that. <laughs> or, or better yet, since people can't 
people can't handle semi-creative names for ice cream flavors. They just they just like chocolate ice chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> I mean, it could be a lot worse. I th- I thought of one like right now, like this um half chocolate, half vanilla ice cream. They could have named it nineteen fifties bathrooms. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be it could be a lot worse like it's not even that bad but um did they change it uh they were taking pictures of it and da, 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 and people were supporting them like yeah you know what that that is about a name is not as uh this ice cream is going to bring us together and get those mexican people out those cages like nah bro come on all right, reading the, the last little bit of it. Uh, I guess they got actually got in contact with uh, Bluebell, like, relations or whatever. And they'll say, we were amazed when we read the letter by their thoughtfulness and their compassion for all people. We are humbled by their love of our ice cream. That's all they really care about, or really. They're like, oh, I'm glad they bought our $9 ice cream. Um, Jenny Von Dorf, public relations manager for a Bluebell ice cream, told Today Food by email, uh, we are so impressed by them and commended Tracy for providing the environment where where an important conversation like this can take place. Uh, Screw Midley posted on Facebook that Bluebell reached out to, to our family, too. They were incredibly supportive of our family, complimentary towards the children, not at all bothered or offended by our post. They actually loved it. Too bad they they didn't change it. They they was like, thank you for putting that up for us, but we're not because it costs a lot of money. Pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's how it's gonna go. Like, oh, thank you for not being a racist sack of shit, and thank you for having uh, white and black children and not being uh, a celebrity at the same time. Um, we appreciate that, but we're not gonna change. That's how it's gonna be. All right. Sweet story though. <laughs> It's a sweet story, <laughs> but yeah. Besides that, it's not it's not much going on right now, man. That that really that caught my eye anyway. It was stuff like um, uh, Arby's uh, finally switched from uh, Pepsi to Coca Cola. Now, yay, exciting! Uh, to the perfect way to make a grilled cheese sandwich without the butter, you use mayo. Like a creepy white person. Ew. <laughs> Trust me, it works. Nah. Uh, shit like that. I did hear something about, like, uh, it was just, like, something I saw. Uh, something about some rapper dude who used to date uh, LeBron James' mom is outing, outing LeBron and Beyonce. Talking about that they were in a relationship together or some shit like that. But... I don't fucking gossip. I don't celebrity gossip. What I look like, though. But if I do need get any more information about that, I will let you know. Cause it's juicy. <laughs> then, of course, uh, I would uh, talk about like shit like the Roseanne being racist shit. But like uh, Roseanne being racist. Um, but of course, I was out of context. Of course. Uh, I read into it. It was it wasn't really much. It was like people took took it what she said to heart. Uh, she was saying that she didn't know that uh, the lady that she was talking about was black. So her saying uh, the, the the planet of the ape planet of the ape comment. Uh, it just 
and it's wrong place, wrong time for the comment. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I didn't want to really get into it. That and um, this immigrant shit. Like I mentioned it earlier, um, like separating separating uh, Mexican immigrants, fam- uh, kids from their parents, stuff like that, putting them in cages. And at first, when I first heard it, read about, it, I thought it was just people like exaggerating a little bit. I thought it was just like, oh, like I thought they were just separating separating these kids from their from the moms and dad if they were uh, illegally uh, were illegally uh, coming to the United States over the border, but were like uh, it was just for like a few minutes or a few hours or something like that. They couldn't they had to hold on to them. I didn't know it was the amount. Of kids that it were that it was like a few a few days later when I saw it on uh, live TV news stuff like that it was, it was it's, it's saddening it's kind of sick it's crazy plus damn like why would you want to hold on to all those damn kids <laughs> for Jesus Christ kids loud man it was just it's I'm look I'm joking I'm joking about that I'm sorry I uh, look. It's sick. They they need to stop doing that, man. We need to fix this. Then the whole, uh, Trump's uh, wife had to basically knee him in the fucking gut. Like, hey, can you stop this shit? Now now he want to uh, put his foot down. About, oh, no. Okay, let's not separate the kids. Yeah, fucking asshole. Um, she's an immigrant. That's crazy. How you, how you not like... Did he forget? <laughs> Did he fucking forget or some shit because they don't have a love life at the house? God damn drunk. Um man, man, man. What, what was I saying? I was joking about the why would you wanna hold on to a thousand damn kids? That shit's fucking aggravating. <laughs> Having one is aggravating a thousand of them that don't even speak your language. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but wait, what's going on with me? What's going on with me? Except my my humor's got a lot darker these last six months too. I've noticed. Uh, but yeah, speaking of comedy, I've kind of stopped. I'm I'm taking like a, a legit break. If they ask me to come do a show, I'll come do a show. But uh, I'm taking a break right now because I'm not in love with writing comedy. I'm not right. It's fun to joke, fun to joke around like I'm doing right now because I do I do this every week, and it's fun to joke and do shit like that and be a trolly asshole. But um, but the process of trying to write something funny and trying to figure out it's just this whole one two step process of trying to figure this all out. Like I slowly start started to not fall fall in love with it. I wasn't in love with it anymore. Like to the point where I was kind of improvising a lot and i kind of didn't want that i wanted i want to be able to write all my shit down and come back to it later and then build up to it make it make it the best thing i can make it because my memory my memory is not the best you know that's how it is so uh, i'm taking a break from comedy so i can go back into the origins of what made me into a comedian which is being an author i'm not the best author but i think the these four-ish years me doing uh, stand-up comedy made me realize that ah, you don't need to be the best. You don't need to be the best of uh, in your genre or of your form of entertainment to be very good at it. You know, 
like all these singers not not all these singers are the best singers so they get auto-tune to fix it for them shit like that or a lot of these rappers they got the personality they got the, all, all this stuff that down or they got the fame but now they just can't keep writing so they have ghostwriters or they, or they have quote-unquote creative teams and shit so to help them to write rhymes uh same for comedians eventually motherfuckers ain't writing their jokes they buying it from other people um you think kevin hart they writing all the motherfucking jokes no not not right now like a lot of it is his but a lot of it isn't all right some people studied who he is as a comedian for so long that they know how to write as uh kevin hart now so that's why he can get 17 jobs done at the same time and write an hour special like that's that's what the fuck going on because he has a a team for that type of shit and when you're that famous people don't people look down on it when they find out but at the same time if they got two two dollars worth of cents two dollars worth of cents they'll know that uh, yeah of course he's not doing this all by him goddamn self is crazy it's too much work <laughs> um so what was i trying to say yeah so i'm gonna get back into being an author even though i'm not like an english teacher i don't i don't have the best sentence structure or <laughs> the most knowledge but i know uh i know i have a good story to tell so i'm not gonna like hold myself down like i did the first time when i was writing and actually sit down and write the story that i wanted to say and write it the best that i best of my ability and uh or if i can't get it write it to the write it and make it sound good in my language if that makes sense in my dialect and when people reading it, like uh, a lot of my, like a few, a comedian friend said a few years ago that I write my Facebook statuses the way that I, that I, that I talk. So when people read it and they know me, they'll read it in my voice. So I thought him thinking maybe I can do that with the book. So I know, of course, everybody who read my book don't know who I am, but like if they get a good sense of the book and the style and the flow and the rhythm of the book, then they'll they'll read it a certain way instead of trying constantly having to f- read it in this uh perfect perfect square of a of of a style you know i don't know if i'm making sense you know <laughs> every sentence uh, is is perfectly lined all the perfect adjectives and proverbs and all this shit um i don't i don't know how to write that way so maybe I can figure it out my way, still have a good story, you know, maybe, hopefully, maybe I can have that, that uh, one punch man story, because he couldn't draw for shit, the dude who drew, who uh, drew the original one punch man, one, uh, he drew, drew it good enough to where you can see the picture that he was trying to, to write, but he wasn't a good, the best of it, so he still had a story though in the, in the, in the background, so eventually, when he got popular enough with his style, someone offered up to just redraw everything for him. And now you got the one punch man that we know now. So I'm hoping hoping maybe that can happen with the book in years from now. But like still, if I can get a good enough story, maybe. We'll see. But yeah. I'm gonna leave it there. 
I'm gonna leave it there. Um, good to have be back by myself. Uh, that doesn't mean there won't be no more guests. It's just uh, I, I'll start having uh, more physical guests like the Jason Fifi's and the and the, uh, and the Brandon Kennedys hit live and in in the office with me um, instead of over Google Hangouts. Once I get this whole uh, car thing and uh, insurance thing situation, and I'm not like all fucking depressed and shit. So, um, once, yeah, that's that's really it right now. Um, follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Cousin Broken. Uh, really, everything will be in in the description at the bottom. Follow us on the Discord if you want to follow uh, the network that I'm on, the uh, Lost Dragon Entertainment. Um, if you want to follow all the people that's in it, all the people that's been on the show, and I'll be on the Discord as well. Um, if you want to switch, you want to play some Fortnite, just just message me, man. That's like, man, just message me on a uh, on Podbean. And again, and again, the show is now on Spotify, my boy. So you can share it with your friends on Spotify for iTunes. Um, uh, screenshot when you when you listen to an episode, put it on your Instagram story, man. Let let some people know about this, man, because uh, I want to keep this going. I want to eventually have people like sending me questions and stuff I can answer like at the end of the uh, the episodes. Because usually when I'm by myself, uh, the episode's pretty short. So yeah, just just let me know. Just yeah, I, I still don't know how to end episodes. And it's 30, 36 episodes in. But, uh, yeah, I'll just talk to y'all later. All right, peace.